What is up, Sam fam? I'm so glad you're back here. I'm excited to invite you into a conversation with me about getting to know other people as well as yourself. So go ahead, grab you something to eat and grab you something to drink and let's talk because you're talking with Sam. What is up, Sam fam? I've got to let you know about a product line that I have been using for years. It's made with nature, blessed by God, and I love it. You say, what are you talking about, Sam? I'm talking about Oolala skincare. Yes, y'all. Let me tell you, if you just want to keep your skin moisturized or you have dry skin like I do, they have product lines just for you. It has something from your head to your heels, your hair and your skin. They have products such as bath bombs, body butters, sugar scrubs, foaming soaps, soap bars, lip bombs, and so much more. When I grew my beard out, it was breaking off really bad, and I put some of the body butter in side of my beard it gave my beard the strength that it needs to grow as well as the softness that way it wouldn't be roughing me up and all that stuff so yeah y'all go over to do you and get yours today again that's d-o-u-l-o-h-l-a-l-a.com and get yours today and be sure to let them know that you're part of the sam fam What is up, Sam fam? Thank you so much for being back yet again for another episode of Talking with Sam. And you all, I want to say thank you so much for listening to my cousins, my sassy cousins and my millennial cousins. And I got a lot of feedback on talking to them one-on-one, and I'm super excited to do that. Um, I'm going to get them back on here again, like I said, one-on-one, and you never know. I might attempt to try to get all six of them on here, but... Y'all, let me tell you, the millennial cousins are crazy enough, and we do not need to add fuel to the fire by adding the sassy cousins, Um, because that's all it's going to do. Even though, I mean, I am biased, and I do believe that the millennial cousins, we have the, like, you know, we have the rain. We're the smarter ones. You know, we're the stronger ones. You know, we're the more sound ones. We're the ones who are willing to, we're the, our, how can you say this, Sam? We're the ones who are willing to show our emotions a little bit more on our shoulders, and deal with them. So I want to say thank you to my cousin Tank, the new one, my cousin Nakia, the old one, my cousin Tasha, Sharika, the sassy ones, my cousin Mika and Sasha, the younger ones, for being here with me. Like I'm so excited to have a family that's willing to support me. And y'all, let me make sure y'all go back and listen to those episodes. And so and I will tell you the millennial one is kind of long. But it will have you laughing the entire time. And I love my cousins. You know, there's nothing like, I mean, literally, there's no family like the one I got. So I'm going to tell you about how I got to know different people in life or like different things that's helped me. And one of the things I would say is like, you know, getting to know someone is an extremely important thing to do. Because whenever you say, oh, I know this person, who are you associating with? Do you know their beliefs, their values, like, you know, what they actually stand for? Or do you know who they are? You just know the idea of them. You know, if I say, I know Mary J. Blige, I, I can't be telling the truth. I don't know her. I know her music. I know how her music speaks to me. I know how Beyonce speaks to me. I know how even, um, let's see, Ricky Martin speaks to me as well as um, Darius Rucker, all of those different types of people. And like, I do listen to all of them. And for those who are a little bit older, who were like, I'll say millennials, you remember the Backstreet Boys, Spice Girls, NSYNC, Drew Hill, Jagged Edge, you know, that crew right there. I listened to all that, even though that was across the entire spectrum as well as like one of my favorite country songs is she thinks my tractor sexy yeah i don't know why i just love that song but y'all 
but I got to know different people by knowing all that stuff, by learning that stuff and getting to know who they were versus the idea of saying, hey, you know, yeah, I know Mary J. Blige because, you know, her song spoke to me this way. If I say I know my boy JD or my boy Josh or my boy Rashad, my boy, uh, you know, my boy Zig, like, you know, I know them. I've had conversations with them. We've gone through some personal things together, but it did not start overnight. It wasn't just like, you know, I would say with the exclusion of me and Josh, me and Josh were one of those, like, whenever we met, we clicked. And it was like, but we got to learn who each other was, who the other person was. It wasn't like, you know, we became like best friends right away. We became friends, yes, but we were not close friends. I want Before I jump all the way in, I want to give you some information that I've um, learned from um, Gallup News. It's from the American Satisfaction with, number, with the number of friends and closeness of friendship. This is the information that's based on the... Um, U.S. So all my friends who are living who are living abroad or living in another con- um, country or d- even a continent, um, you can apply this to yourself as well. But for my Americans, this is going to be more information that you're going to be more entitled to use. All the numbers that I use on here are American-based numbers, so it's on the U.S. Um, system, not the metric system, as well. So we're going to start off with the average American has about nine close friends. The actual number is 8.6. And here in the U.S., any time that we learned about rounding up, anything five or greater, we rounded up to the next number. So that's the reason we said nine is 8.6 is the actual mean of that. 45% of Americans have six or more friends. Yep. And then we have 39% of Americans has two of Americans have three to five friends then 14 percent of americans have one to two friends and two percent of americans have no close friends all that that's that's what that means is focusing is focusing on the close friends and then i want to look at the age group because it was like this kind of like blows my mind a little bit that i'm gonna go with the little the least amount at this time this study was completed in 2000 and three so it's a little bit dated but it's good information because things haven't changed that much since then um so any like the age group that had the least amount of friends was 30 to 49 and at this time i was not in that category thank god because i had tons of friends i feel but like on average 30 to 49 have seven friends and then from there that there's a tie from uh, from adults from the age of 18 to 29 years old and 50 to 64 years old they both have on average nine friends per person and then the ones who have the most friends are going to be our senior citizens the ones who are 65 and older they have on average 13 friends i know that to be true dealing with my grandmother my grandmother has so many different friends and you know i know her best friends i've known her closest friend that she's had in life you know i grew up with her grandkids and we actually went to the same high school and it was just an amazing experience um to see my grandmother have friends and that's part of the reason why my cousins and myself we have the relationship that we do with other people who are outside of our family just simply because we got to see successful friendships another thing that they talked about in gallup news was that the number of friends that men versus women have on typically a man has 9.3 friends 
and a woman has 7.9. Don't ask me the um, the psychology behind that because I am not a psychologist or a psychoanalytical person when it comes to those numbers. Reach out, get your own um, get your own data on that and reach out to those people who are more versed in understanding the demographics or the mindset behind that. As well as I want to talk about the income. Typically, um, people in Americans. We're using the U.S. dollar for this right here. Who have pe- people Americans who have seventy-five thousand dollars or more who make that in one year have seven point four friends. Americans who have fifty thousand to seven seventy thousand four hundred ninety-nine dollars have eight point two friends a year, not year, but eight point two friends. Americans who make thirty thousand dollars to Forty thousand nine hundred, excuse me, forty nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars typically have eight friends a year, and those who make under thirty thousand dollars typically have nine point six friends a year. And I thought that information was very cool when we talk about getting to know people. You know why? Because this right here is going to be like a multiple series type of thing. And I want to let you know, like you know, what we found, what I found about making friends is it goes back to like when we were a child. There's some things that we don't want to face that we dealt with as a child. We really don't like. Yeah, that's just the truth. We didn't like it. You know, when it came to like, you know, certain people being bullies, you know, like I understand people are bullied and I understand that people deal with different things and they deal with it differently. But, you know, when I was a kid and a lot of the people who grew up in my area, we are known to have a lot of different friends. We are not known to just have one or two friends. Like we have one or two close friends um, at that time, but we grow to have more as we go and have new experiences. But one of the things that I love is we always go back to that childhood playground experience. When we were in um, my pre-K was called Head Start. Um, It was an amazing experience for me because like, you know, I got to go say, hey, I got to go play. We had to go learn to our learning centers. And as a kid, would you? Um, I would go get my cot and say, hey, I'm going to sleep beside my friend today because, you know, he or she is cool. That's what I thought. You know, I didn't care if they were a different ethnicity of me, of mine. I didn't care if they were had a different um, income background or even if it was a guy or a girl. I just cared that they were my friend and they were cool. Because really, when we we're young, we really, yeah, we know what a boy and a girl is. But we really don't understand the totality of being a guy and a girl at that point. Yeah, when we're three to four years old, we know that, hey, yeah, I, I'm a guy. She's a girl. Yeah, and, but, like, you know, and then for those who have, um, who, how, I'm going to say this the, the politically correct way. Those who are identifying as other sexes, they have a whole different battle. And I don't want to go into that. But at the end of the time, at the end of the day, we all have to understand that we all are deserving of having friends. But before we can be a friend, we must show ourselves friendly is one thing that we must do. And the first step to being a friend is getting to know yourself. And I didn't get this information like from anything online. Like, you know, I did do some research, but I was like, Sam, how did you get to know your friends? How did you get to know JD? How did you get to know Zach, Amanda, you know, even Tom? Like, how did you get to know him? The first thing I did was I got to know myself. 
who is Sam? And you remember in my very first episode, I said, this is Sam. Like, you know, who is Sam? I got to know what I liked. There were so many times growing up that I became a facade of what other people wanted. You know, at one point I was super flamboyant. I was like, girl, bye. you do not want to deal with me. And like, that wasn't who I am. That wasn't who I was. I was just doing it to like try to appease a certain group of people because that's what the society, the group, the social group I was around said I needed to do. Was it cool? Not really, y'all. It wasn't Sam. It was just a facade. And it was a time where I was like, yo, I was your like bad boy. Like, you know, like you say, why Sam? Because that's what I had to do when I went to alternative school. I had to be a thug, y'all. I can let them know that this like this light skinned dude was like like was soft. Nah. But in reality, that wasn't who I was. And then from there I had to get to know who like I was and like, you know, just what do I like? Do I want to please other people or do I want to be that person to do everything that everybody else want, uh, wants me to do, but do the opposite? Like I had to figure out all that stuff. I had to figure out, you know what, Sam, you're a person of an, of an eclectic taste. You can sit here and listen to country music one second, listen to EDM the next, listen back to, you know, rock the next like, you know, ACDC Back in Black. I love that song, y'all. We used to come out to it in wrestling every match. But, like, you know, it didn't change. It didn't take away from, um, it didn't take away from, like, you know, the uh, in the Backstreet Boys aim. I thought, baby, bye, bye, bye. No. Or it didn't take away from Michael Jackson. Don't worry about my baby. It doesn't matter if she's black or white. Y'all, and why do I say all that? So, because... Those are all the groups that that I listen to a lot. I used to be obsessed with Ricky Martin. She bangs. She bangs. Oh, baby, when she moves, she moves. I go crazy. She uh, see, like I can. I know the whole. I know all the lyrics. I'm not gonna go there. But like in me getting to know that I like all that, I had to accept the fact. You know what? This right here. I love this is the type of stuff I would this type of stuff I remembered when I studied because I'm very big on music theory when it comes to studying excuse me for using my pen in the background but like you know this is like this is one of the things that I had to understand I also had to get to know my strengths you know a lot of times these are the things that we focus on only my strength is like you know I am a talker I can talk all day I have been since I was a kid and I will forever be. If I'm not talking, it's like a couple of things are going wrong. My, I'm not, I'm thinking I'm focused. Yes. And that we're going to talk about that. One. I'm focused when I'm not talking. I can like, Hey, I got a, I got a goal to complete. Let me focus on it. And then if I'm not talking, I am normally like, Hey, having a, t- a moment to myself and trying to figure out things. And I may need someone to actually come over and talk to me about this and get me to talk. And then from there, I would say, if I'm not talking, I'm upset. If you see me talk, not talking and crying, that's not a good combination. I am livid. I am controlling every emotion because it's about to come out and I don't need to. Um, and you say, Sam, why would you put that on the air? Is because literally, like, you know, these are things I know about myself. If I know myself, I can handle myself. And those who know me are able to properly deal with me. 
you know, there's a lot of times, you know, when they talk about the coming out process of being gay, they say, you know, you have to understand and accept yourself. And that's one of the things that I can say is the strength in getting to know myself. I know myself and my strength is I am willing to accept Sam now. I am willing to go out of my way for my friends. I'm willing to bust my tail for my family. I am willing. There's nothing I wouldn't do. I, 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 I am very outgoing. That's a strength. You know, I have no problem building um, connections with other people or networking because that's who I am. And there's a lot of times, you know, people are like, oh, yeah, you talk too much. It's okay that I talk too much. Why? Because in me talking, I've talked my way into some of the closest friends I've ever had. Like, I love my boy JD, who is super, he's not shy, but he's not like completely outgoing as in like, I'm going to go do this. I'm going to go do that. He, he'll go do it, but he may not talk about it. Me, I'm like, let me tell you about the entire trip. I mean, when I went to the mountains for my birthday, I told you guys all about it, you know, and, but it's okay that I did that. He didn't. I know my strengths. I know if my brother needs something and I may have the answer and the answer may not be in my hand and maybe in somebody else's, I can open up my mouth and help my brother to get what he needs. You know, and that's one of the amazing things about knowing your strengths. Another strength of mine is understanding my weaknesses. And you say, Sam, what? why would you say that? Because I know where I am not good at. Because like in those moments, that's where you need some help. And that's my next one is like, you know, knowing your weakness, knowing your needs. And when it comes to like, I love my partner, Tom, because he has no problem. One of his strengths is talking about the weaknesses. One of my strengths is one of my strengths is knowing it. But one of my needs and my weaknesses is talking about getting help for it. And Tom being Tom, he has shown me. He said, hey, we need to have this conversation, whether you like it or not. We need to have this actual conversation just so we can get the ball rolling on the right thing to do. We may not even agree on what to do, but we are able to agree to get it done. Know your weaknesses. Know where you can, where you don't, you know, come up to par for yourselves. And it's not a weakness as in like, you know, I'm like vulnerable there. Knowing a weakness is that, hey, I'm not able to complete the task in the manner in which I want to. I mean, like, you know, when it comes to like actually filling out paperwork, me and Tom are two completely different people. I have no problem getting all the paperwork together and getting it done. Versus like, you know, with him, with him he's like, uh, I'll get it done when I need to. Now, with him, he has no problem getting that initiation of like, hey, we got to get the whole process started. That's because the two of us, like that's the way we work well together. But I got to know, hey, I, I have to be vulnerable in this point because I'm not strong here naturally. He is. Allow him to take the lead on this. Allow your friends. Like JD is phenomenal at like helping people. Like I am not good at packing U-Hauls. And when I was moving from my house, I love JD because he was there he packed the entire U-Haul for me. Yeah, he did. Like, you know, I have other, there was other people there, but, like, they didn't really do much. But compared to where JD, JD was, like, like he was the superhero of the day. And when we got to the storage unit, JD was like, yo, hey, give me this, give me that. We're going to put this over here like this, and we're going to make it work. 
And oh my goodness, it worked. Like I packed a four bedroom house up into a 15 foot U-Haul into a, excuse me, into a storage unit that was 10 by 10. And it was when I went back, everything was still in the same place. It was so amazing. So like, you know, I'm happy. I know I can depend on people like that who have my back whenever I'm not strong in the right area. Now, whenever you like they when they want to go find something, they know, especially if it comes to shopping. Oh, I got you, boo. I got you. I'm able to get what you need. I, I can research. And let me tell you, when it comes to an outlet mall, y'all, I do my research on the outlet malls. Black Friday. If you like, let me tell you this story about knowing my strengths and knowing my friends um, needs as well. Like their need, like on Black Friday, there's this group of guys who we used to go out every pre-COVID. We used to go out every Black Friday and actually go shopping. And I would tell them to, hey, go in this store, go in that store, get this, get that, this. And it worked out pretty successfully. And one day somebody told me, like, I was like, oh, man, they forgot the sensor on this. I need to go back. And they're like, they're not going to let you in the store. I said, hold on. You don't know who I am. I will get in there without a shadow of a doubt. So I went to the store and two of them decided to follow me. I went back to the store. And I was like, hey, the sensor is left on here. And like, I really need it because it's going to be a Christmas, it's a birthday present I'm giving away tomorrow. And they're like, oh, OK, let me get this taken care of for you. And they let me in the store and I ended up buying three more things where those other two guys who followed me were not allowed back in the store. Why? Because the store had already closed. I showed up five minutes afterwards. They showed up six, which is like 30 seconds behind me. But I know my strengths. They didn't really have any like strong points on getting them into the store. So me knowing them, knowing that, like, you know, it, it's just amazing knowing that story and knowing my strengths and their weaknesses and like not their weaknesses, their needs. You know, and then, like, you know, one thing I love about those group of guys I was just talking about is I they helped me treat, um, excuse me, they helped me to know how I wanted to be treated. And you say, why? It's because we went through some tough times together. And, you know, when you go through tough times with certain people, guess what? They might rub you the wrong way, baby. They might just say the wrong thing to you. And (laughs) next thing you know, guess what? Y'all might not talk right then it's okay but in that moment of not talking take the moment and don't blame them for the situation see what you have learned in this situation yep see what you have learned in that situation and go from there when you grow from there not just go but grow from there you're able to see every aspect of it and, you know, in the moment of not talking, you say, hey, you know, what? I want to be like, I want to be treated like this. I remember telling one of my friends, I was like, hey, the way you talked to me wasn't cool. It made me feel uncomfortable. And whether you admit it or not, that's what I felt. And at one point they were uncomfortable that I said that. But guess what, y'all? I said it. And next thing you know, even though they were uncomfortable with what I said, they start treating me with the respect that I asked for. And because I respect myself enough. I am worthy of having the happiness of myself. I don't need anybody else to make me happy. Happiness starts with me. To become a friend, I must first be a friend to myself. I am, like you know, there's a song that we sing in church. I'm a friend of God. It was created by Israel Houghton. Excuse me. I love that song. 
But just before we can even be a friend of God, we need to be a friend of ourselves. Because, you know, when you become a friend of yourself, you are becoming a friend of God for those who believe in God. When you become, like, you know, and for my Buddhist friends who believe that God is within us, you are absolutely right as well. God is within you. And you have got to understand that within you, you are worthy. There's this popular thing that a lot of people have been asking me. Why do you call in the black community, call each other kings and queens? Because we are kings and queens. Every man, every woman is a king and a queen in their own right. We are raising our young prince and our young princesses to be the next kings and queens of this world. Just because I didn't grow up in the Birmingham Palace don't mean I'm not a king. It doesn't mean I don't come from royalty. Royalty is a mindset in which we must go forth and accept ourselves and understand that I am worthy to be treated as if I am the king of this world of this nation or I am the queen of this nation. I am worthy to be treated as if I am a person that is just a person who wants respect. And it's okay if you have to, you know, remove yourself from a situation where you're not getting respected. Why? Because you're respecting yourself enough to remove yourself. You know, whenever people get mad at you, they were, they pull themselves back from, they pull themselves from away from you. It's okay for you to pull yourself away from things you don't like. Let me tell you, I used to be upset when people talked about my weight because like, you're so disrespectful. Put some respect on my name is what some people would say. Um, but guess what, y'all? I don't care. You can talk about my way. You can talk talk about me being a big boy. Because you know what? When the time is coming and big boys are in and while them thin boys are going to be cold, I got the heat to keep you warm. And so, like, talk about me. It's cool. It's absolutely fine. Because I know that I'm comfortable with being Sam. Are you comfortable with being you? Are you really? Like, are you willing to respect yourself enough to actually keep going into what you're going. Sorry, I just hit the desk while I was talking because, like, I felt that thing, y'all. Like, respect yourself enough. Like, in getting to know, like, how you want to be treated, respect yourself. Respect yourself because once you respect yourself, others will, others will respect you as well. And you say, Sam, how do you, this is, this is getting to know someone? Yeah. Because getting to know the first, in order to get to know someone, you got to first get to know yourself. Get to know yourself and get to know where you come from. And this great thing that we call life, understand this, we live every day, we live every moment, and we live every second to keep going to the next. Allow yourself to go to the next to be the best version of you. Allow yourself to grow to the next to say, hey, you know what? I am worthy of everything that I have. Even the mistakes help you. Don't take the mistakes as failures. Take the mistakes as, you know what? I learned what not to do. Why? Because you are worthy of it. Get to know yourself. And I can't wait to talk to you next week on getting to know those around you. And because it's going to be amazing to just talk about different things. And you never know. I may have somebody. I may not have somebody on here. We're talking about getting to know those around you. So until next time, y'all, I want you to go to my Instagram page. I'm going to um, have, I'm going to start a conversation on there and I would like for you to be a part of it. It's like, Hey, what's one thing that you like about yourself? Hashtag, excuse me, hashtag talking with Sam H. All right. Yeah. So go to, I'm talking with Sam on Instagram. Or if you want, if you say, Hey, 
That's too hard to find. Go to www.talkingwithsam.com and all my links are on there because I want to know what is one thing that you like about yourself and let me know because I know I'm going to put it out there. One thing I love about Sam is that I have the ability to be me. All right, y'all. Until next time, stay strong, stay bold and be the best version of you because you are worthy. What is up, Sam fam? I've got to let you know about something that I have going on with one of my friends named Melinda Terry, y'all. She's a wonderful woman, and she started this program called Reach Initiative. It's a nonprofit organization established to inspire youth not only to dream, but it gives them the tools that they need to accomplish those desired dreams. And, you know, when I was a kid, there were programs like this, but guess what? They have diminished due to the lack of funding, due to the lack of participation so if i were you and you're looking for a great place to donate your money go over to myreachinitiative.com again that's m-y-r-e-a-c-h-i-n-i-t-i-a-t-i-v-e.com and go ahead and donate and find out more information on how you can be a part of it again this is the program that's going to help bridge the gap into the next generation dream big